Welcome to another episode of Yesterday's Capers. I'm Abdullah Molim, and every week I'll be bringing you the very best shows from the past that the world has to offer. This week, we'll be looking at some of the more memorable rodents in cartoon history as we put the biker mice from Mars up against the pinky, the pinky and the brain, 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 brain. And for the main event, he's the greatest. He's fantastic. And wherever there is danger, he is there. That's right. It's Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse! So let's get started. And uh, joining me as ever, it's producer Paul. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. How are you going? Good, good. Did you uh, like my uh, intro this week? I did very much like your intro this week. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought I felt my voice breaking at the end of the, the last Danger Mouse there. <laughs> Just a little bit, but it worked. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll do another one at the end. See how I'm feeling. Right, so uh, let's get started. We're going to start with uh, Biker Mice from Mars because, you know, I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. I, I hated Biker Mice from Mars and I want to get this bit over with so I could talk about the other better shows. And uh, yeah, spoiler alert, I'm not picking Biker Mice from Mars. I ain't picking it. And I don't think if producer Paul... I feel like I'm going to have to balance out of the discussion. I feel no, like you, no, you don't. It, it, this isn't about balance. This is about what's, what's better and what's not better. But yes, anyway, let's, uh, let's, let's get started. Uh, so September 1993, you had uh, the Central African Republic ex-emperor Jean Bedel Bokassa was freed after I think he was arrested in the 1970s because I think he was the... Uh, the dictator there and they overthrew him and they just chucked him in jail and they released him. Good for him. Supreme, the Supreme Soviet dismissed President Boris Yeltsin and uh, Norodom Sihanouk was installed as the king of Cambodia and uh, the Joy Luck Club was in the cinemas. I think I remember my sister reading the book. The what club? The Joy Luck Club. It's like a really famous book or series of books. Uh, if it's a famous book, I probably have not read it. And Boom, Shake the Room by uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince was uh, number one in September 1993. Nope. Absolute no. Boom, Shake, Shake, Shake the Room. Ooh, shake, shake, shake the room. It doesn't ring a bell at the moment. I'm sure it, I'm sure it will if you uh, listen to it. And uh, this was when uh, a bunch of producers and people decided upon themselves to make a show called The Biker Mice from Mars, which is basically free anthropomorphic mice motorcyclists who escape a war on their home planet and they they arrive on Earth and they're defending the planet Earth from the same evil that destroyed their homeland. There's uh, three of them. You've got Throttle, Mozo, and Vinny. So Throttle has a laser weapon, uh, Mozo has a bionic arm, and Vinny's specialist weapon is flares. 
Now, the interesting thing about each of these characters was that they suffered huge injuries on their uh, planet after they were attacked by um, Plutarchians. That's it, yeah, Plutarchians. And so Throttle, he lost his eyes in this incident. So I think he wears like sunglasses. Modo lost his right arm in the same incident. And Vinny, his right, the right side of his face was was burned off in this uh, in this battle. And their arch enemy is one called Lawrence Lactavius Limburger, who's got an uh, odd fascination with the criminal society of the 1930s. So he's looking like a mob boss. He likes that life, and he disguises himself to be uh, a human being. And the three mice, they actually live in uh, Quigley Field, which is home to... Quigley's. Wow. As bad as British and uh, non-sports fan as you could be, it's the home of the Chicago Cubs. I uh. think they won the World Series in 2016, 2017. It was like the first time they'd won it in like a million years or something. Chicago just... Cubs, what, what team, what sort of sports? Baseball. Baseball, okay. Why like can, I was saying, the World why, Series, they, they'd won it for the first why time. Why would you in call like, it Cubs? It's just out of interest. I don't know. I mean, a Cubs not a very Shoot. threatening thing, is it? Well, there's worse names they could have gone for. Red Sox. <laughs> but I don't think it means like socks. It's because it's spelled S-O-X. Yeah, but they wear red socks, do they not? I don't know. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched one <laughs> baseball game and it was not... The Red Sox or the Cubs, so, but no, yeah, they won the World Series, and uh, as you can see, I'm willing to talk about just about anything other than biker mice from Mars. Uh, yeah, you you take it away. I don't have much to say about it, to be honest. Um, I watched it this time round, and I was a, I was just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah, like there's a lot of like t-shirt lines and action and music and uh r- random just stunts on the bikes and yeah. stuff like that and it's a kind of like it's very full-on uh to watch it i think mm-hmm. um and one of the things there's this big battle in one of the episodes i was watching and i was and their weapons are like destroying these like cat robot things and and the cats, yeah, the cats yeah. army, and I was like, "Why don't you just give these guns to all the soldiers, and then you won't have to call these guys so much?" It was like, a, "We're going to call the biker mice from Mars," and but they, I think that's where they're from. So, yeah, but no, I mean, I think this was on Mars. This was on, this is in a battle. Oh, okay, it's probably in the one that they used talking about. No, because they already had that stuff. Um, so this was like, well, I assume it. I assumed it was Mars. Um, probably. To be honest, I'm not that sure, but um. Yeah, they had a big war and then all the other guys had like rubbish guns and then they're like, oh, I know, I'm going to call these guys. And then they came and they had really good guns and they kind of won the battle. <laughs> um, but that being said, like as a kid, I definitely watched this and I think my brother watched this more than I did, if I remember rightly. And I know that he had the toys with it because we had the thing that had little triangle crash helmets that went over them and stuff like that. There was Biker Mice from Mars merch. Yeah, like it was quite big. Where was it big? Well, in the countryside, apparently. 
Oh, we, we love those boy mice from Mars, <laughs> we do, in the country, you know? We can't read, we can't write, but we can play bike and mice with Mars. <laughs> yeah, those cute little mice <laughs> with their fancy little motorbikes. <laughs> but no, um, I think he used to come on Channel 4 in the mornings, and I would just be like, oh, when is this program going to finish? When is the next one coming on? Because I had the same indifferent attitude towards bike mice from Mars as a kid. Yeah. I was very, yeah, I was aware of it. I knew of it. I would always try and wake up just before it's about to end, so I don't have to actually sit down and. That's some serious cartoon planning. And watch it, of course. Yeah, sometimes you 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 want to try and be tactical with it in the mornings, and you don't want to wake up and end up watching that, and you want to watch some of your other favorites because I think. They used to show the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I would much rather watch that than Black and Mice from Mars. Yeah, I think I was probably a bigger fan of that as well. But um, I think that being said, I was like, I've always been a fan of motorbikes. So anything bikes is kind of like, I'll play with it or I'll watch it. Um, I didn't definitely didn't watch a lot. I noticed this one, this, this was kind of very like. Uh, rock and roll kind of thing, like a lot of rock music and stuff like that was in it. Yeah, but like it felt like more like um, some of the older stuff, like Kiss and and, and people like that. Um, I was actually I wanted to look up if uh, Kiss did one of the soundtracks, but I I never got around to that. Well, maybe you could do it now. This is probably the only day that I will allow you to to Google and. Uh... To go wild in the aisles on 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 Google, but um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, what you were saying about like the t-shirt lines and things like that, I just found the jokes to be really really lame. Yeah, it wasn't really funny. Like it would be like, for example, um, it, they're about to fall into a water, and then one would be like, oh, oh want to go for a swim or just something really... Yeah, it's really cheap, isn't it? Yeah, just really obvious, really, really lame. And I was just watching that and I was just like, yeah, not not for me, Clive, not for me. I mean, I think it wasn't... Um, maybe there's like a time when you've got to like try and make cartoons a little bit more cooler than so many younger cartoons and and but not too much for the older kids because they would just find it lame. Maybe there's a middle ground that they tried to slot into and it didn't quite work. Yeah, like the, the idea itself is pretty cool. Yeah. Biker mice from Mars. They're big strapped up mice, muscles on show and and all of that. Yeah. But the execution just didn't... Didn't quite work. Just didn't, just didn't come off. Because sometimes you have an idea in your head and you think it's the best idea in the world. Yeah. And it might not be, that might not be the reality. That might not be the case. But enough about my podcast. Let's talk about Michael Weiss on Mars. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing about this show was it was, I don't know, it just, maybe if one of the bigger, one of the bigger companies or maybe one of the bigger networks had created it had created it maybe it would be uh completely different but i mean it's a bit strange i mean like having mice come from mars it just sounds it's like it's not the best concept in the world is it i mean you can think like 
I'm not I'm not mad at the concept. Like I'm saying I'm I'm not mad at it's 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 a it's a decent idea, but the I just why what, what I found was was the execution just it just didn't I mean I didn't, didn't ha- I, I really didn't hate this. Um I, I thought it was actually okay to watch. It's just like kind of full of action t shirt lines. It was like for me it was quite harmless harmless thing to watch. Um it was very it was like full on like a lot of what I did like actually one thing I did like is the use of uh, split screen and uh, and and strange transitions mm. like um there's not many there's not many things on TV that can get away with um wipes and stuff like that uh, Star Wars is actually one of the only things in cinema to feature this sort of thing and it works Right, so it's got the kind of the whooshes and the wipes and things like that. But anyway, this had the kind of like, uh, you know, use of like, sp- they had like three split, three way split screen of like all three mice, and then they're talking and they were kind of riding their bikes together, and then one like, one split screen whooshes off to the right, one screen split screen whooshes off to the left, and the other one kind of goes full frame. And I thought that was quite cool. It was enjoyable to watch. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. That 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 does sound quite cool, and it's maybe innovative in the sense that maybe other TV programs will use that going forward. But I don't know. It's just. just but I think that's a great thing, isn't it? Like, um, I guess so. That yeah, I'm all, I'm all for cool shots and innovation in uh, in production. But uh, yeah, that's. If we if we if that's the one thing we're gonna <laughs> shine a light on, then that might give you uh, an idea. But um, let's talk about our let's talk about episodes. I was gonna say favorite episodes, but uh, yeah, episodes of this show. I mean, I watched the uh, the intro or the or the pilot, and so it's just basically they're getting away from their uh, planet because it's been. Uh, devastated by uh plutarchians and they crash land in chicago they come across this uh scientist lady is her name charlie i don't know what's her name yeah, i was gonna say please don't ask me about uh character names because i forget everyone yeah charlie her name's charlie i was i was right you really need to know characters names man there's the there's the um what are the names of the three mice i don't know Throttle. Okay. Uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of the others. And I only remember Throttle because you told me in the, in the beginning. Throttle, Modo, and Vinny. Vinny, yeah. That's the one I was, probably would have got. <laughs> would be funny if one of them was called John, wasn't it? It would have been a good guess. And we'd be like, oh, that's a, yeah, my biker gang from, uh, from school days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the... Uh, and so basically what happens is they come to Earth and Limburger, who's from, he's basically a Plutarchian and he's got this cohort called Grease Pit and Dr. Carbuncle. And they're trying to cause some madness in Chicago. And so the biker mice stop them as they do. Because they're the baddest motorcycle mama jammers in the universe. I think that was like their tagline. Mama jammers. Yeah. That's how you just know. It's just so... 
it's like cringeworthy almost and lame. You never heard of Mama Jamma? No, I want to. He's a bad Mama Jamma. That's like 1970s. You'd think you'd hear that on Good Times. That 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 line wouldn't be out of place in uh, in 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 Good Times. Yeah, that the fact that that was the the tagline. It was just no. It's just why would you have that? Even even in the 90s, that 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 probably wouldn't be cool to yeah. say. We're the bad Mama Jamma. Oh, there was one bit that I did cringe. So they're going down some stairs. And one of them's going, oh, we're rolling. We're rolling down the staircase. And they're like going down with their bikes. I was just like, oh, my God. That's quite good. No, it's not. <laughs> in what in what, in what what capacity? Because instead of a sort of river, it's a staircase. I'm surprised you know the song. <laughs> Surprise! You actually if, know the it song. probably didn't make number one it, because if it was number one, I wouldn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me strength! And then, yeah, basically that that episode ends with them living in Quigley Field or whatever, which is the home of the Chicago Cubs. You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> The other episode I watched was Biker Knights of the Round Table. So they're trying to stop Limburger from stealing half of England. So they go back in time to King Arthur's time. And with the help of Lancelot, they try to stop Morgan Le Fay, which I think is meant to be Morgana. But I did. No idea. It's King Arthur times. Yeah, I know. I like Morgana, I think, is like the sworn enemy of Merlin. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know that. I probably should have known that, but I don't. Who's 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 Arthur's wife? Maid Marion. That's Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Guinevere. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. And then obviously there's Lancelot, who's like one of the knights of the round table. And Sir Gawain. Yeah, there you go. So you do know something. Anyway, and so the mice, they go back in that time. They do a bit of madness. They do some bits and they save the day and they all live happily ever after. Yay. Do you want to tell me episodes that you watched? So, um... I think I watched basically what you watched, apart from I watched the beginning. So there's the the one, I think it's episode one, part one of everything, where they had a big war. Is that the last episode then? No, no, no. It's on, this, it's on planet Earth and, not planet Earth, planet, I'm sure it's on Mars, right? Must be from Mars. And it was, basically it was mice versus cats. Oh. Uh, and I'll have to, I'll have to look up this episode. I think they're called something. I think they're from Saturn. I was old. anyway, but it, it, it was literally mice versus cats, and they had like um, uh, you don't. It's not explained why. It starts off this big battle sequence, and that's when I was talking about. And they say like, uh, "Oh, you're gonna have to come and get back up or whatever." They say, and the uh, the general launches uh, launches these guys. Um, Surfer cats from Saturn. Is that where they're from? Surfer cats from Saturn. Yeah. So they they the biker mice come. As like the 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 cavalry kind of thing, and they start 
Do you know, like I was saying, that they, start, yeah, they yeah, shoot yeah. the big lasers and they have the big guns and the big gadgets and stuff like that. When I was just saying, why don't you give that to the general army and they wouldn't have to do so much. But anyway, so they started destroying, you know, really going hard in on this it's battle. It's unfortunate planet to be from, isn't it? Saturn. Why? Hasn't it got that big old ring? Uh, Yeah. That's cool though, isn't it? I don't know. It just gets in the way, I'd guess. It's only, isn't it just made of dust though? It's not made of anything else. What, that big ring? Yeah. I'm sure it's sturdier than dust. I don't think it is. I think it's dust. Why would something... Yeah, but then it still holds up, though. I don't think the ring in Saturn is made of dust. Why? We just get people to message in. There is no way in hell that the ring from Saturn is made of dust. What's the ring of <laughs> Saturn made from? Yeah, see, today I don't really mind if we do this, because... Saturn's rings are made from... a. Billions of pieces of ice, dust, and rocks. Some of these particles are as small as a grain of salt, whilst others are as big as houses. But yeah, it's it's not it's not dust. It's other things. Yeah, ice and rocks. So I was right. I was right as well. But I was right. It's the most important thing. If I was <laughs> right, I was right because I said dust, and dust was like got him. Dust was before rocks. Got him. <laughs> got him. I got him right. Um. What were we talking about? Surfer cats from Saturn. Yeah, anyway. The, the, um, oh, so there must have been surfer cats then, like on surfboards or whatnot. No, they were just like soldiers with weird helmets on, with, with face masks things. Surely they'll be called something though. I'd, it wasn't explained what they were called during the battle sequence. Knowing you, you probably watched it from the middle part and just jumped in. No, because it literally starts off this big... I think that's the whole point. It Surely they off. would tell you they're the surfer cats from Saturn. Or they would say, we're surfer cats from Saturn. We're the biker mice from Mars. Are we going to have this big old battle? No, because I don't think you even said they're biker mice. They were, oh, no, I think it was in the song, maybe, that they were biker mice. But uh, they, these were just my, song? mice in the beginning bit. <laughs> this is the intro theme. They had like so. Anyway, so these this is before the the uh, intro thing came on. I think this big battle sequence, and they came on, and there was like this water. What do they call it? A remodulizer, re something. Anyway, they needed. I to, don't know. They needed to get hold of this secret weapon, and um, the general is the general of the mice is a woman, and uh, one of them one of the mice um, calls. I think one of the, one of the biker mice is involved romantically with her. Is it Harley? Maybe. She's got a scar or something on her cheek. Might be Harley. Um, uh, anyway, one of the one of the guys speaks to her like really badly, and she kind of just takes it on the chin. Whereas if you spoke to like a army general like that, you'd be either in the slammer or shot during a war situation. Um, yeah. Anyway, so then then this kind of big mysterious bad guy turns out to be their mate from like a few years ago. I've forgotten his name though. Is it Limburger? No, I don't think so. He's like a, he's a mouse, but he's a kind of goodie. He has to go to Earth to get um. I don't know. He has to Earth to get some hydrocarbon molecules. I think he has to he has to go and nip nip to Earth. And anyway, he comes back and and he doesn't come back. And then there's another kind of big fight and this and that. And anyway, yeah, that's when it got a bit got a bit much for me. <laughs> Is that all you watched? Yeah. Wow. So in the finale of the first run, Once Upon a Time on Mars, so we find out how 
they got all of those injuries and how Modo got some kind of bionic arm. Vinny has a mask. Throttle has something done with his eyes. And there was a betrayal in their midst. So one of the mice betrays them all and Harley disappears. And obviously they, the, the biker mice leave and Harley thinks that she's been left behind and she's very, very upset. And then for whatever reason, some people in their infinite wisdom decided to bring the biker mice from Mars back onto our screens in 2006. So I did watch, well, I do say, I'll say two episodes, but really one and a bit. I watched one episode called Vigilante Vengeance. And so there's this villain called Ronaldo Rump, and he's meant to be a parody of Donald Trump and Ricky Ricardo, whoever the hell that is. But uh, you could see the Donald Trump influences. So he has a TV show where ordinary citizens can hunt people down and they'll get like a big reward. And so Ronaldo decides that he wants to get the, the biker mice. So basically there's a million dollar bounty on the biker mice's heads. And basically everybody is running after the biker mice and trying to trying to catch them. And the final episode of that one was the Turf Wars episode. And they find Harley. So I do I do okay, one positive thing I'll say is that I I did like that they were trying to continue on the story from the last run of biker mice so i did i actually did i did like that i did think that was that was that was a nice touch but she's mad at them because she wrongly assumes that they gave up on her but really they didn't and the reason why i didn't watch this episode to the end was because it was done in the style of a rock opera so there was just a bunch of singing and Oh yeah, that's a no no for me. No, through forty five, fifty minutes of because obviously it's the fun, it's the finale, so they're gonna have it stretched out for a bit. So yeah, I wasn't gonna. No way. Any far any any lasting thoughts on uh, the biker mice from Mars? No man, I mean as I say, like I think as a kid I really liked it. We, um, I'm sure my brother had the toys which I probably played with, and we probably got into arguments over playing with the toys and stuff like that but it's a cartoon man like it was it was okay sure sure it was it was okay let's go on now to pinky and the brain and september 1995 so uh you had inxs is michael hutchins please guilty to punching a photographer Emilio and Gloria Estefan's boat hits and kills a jet skier. Seven was the highest grossing film. And Country House by Blur was number one in September 1995. So uh, this is Rip Pop starting to form and grow into a whole form and ready to take over the world, so to speak. And so now we have the pinky and the brain. 
Now, this, this is fantastic. I mean, spoiler alert, Pinky and the Brain will win this head-to-head. But, uh, yeah, so it first appeared in 1993 as a recurring skit on Animaniacs, which was a fantastic cartoon at some point, I promise. And due to its popularity, it was picked up as a series and they managed to do 66 episodes and they did a, another series called Pinky, Elmira and the Brain. So Elmira was a character in Tiny Toon. And so uh, basically Pinky and the Brain are genetically enhanced laboratory mice who reside in a cage in the Acme Labs Research Facility. Acme. You know Acme? Yeah. It's like the... Because uh, I did a little research on what Acme <clears throat> was. Apparently, it's a fictional corporation. And because... You see it all over, like Warner Brothers. And yeah, stuff like, like Warner Brothers. So, like, I think Wile E. Coyote will use a, an Acme bomb. I uh, remember when the... Um, I think, no, oh, was it a Family Guy skit when he uh, tries to return... He returns the catapult. He's like, I bought this catapult. There's an Acme Returns thing. I bought this cab, but all it did was slam me into a mountain. Yeah, and so um, it's it's funny because I think Acme in Greek means like peak or like really, really good. Oh, really? Whereas like Acme products in these cartoons are often the Rubbish. worst thing ever. Yeah. They never work. They never They never get the job done. So yeah, that, that that's... that's uh, that's uh, Acme for you. And uh, so in each episode of Pinky and the Brain, it's Brain devising a plan to take over the world due to, and it always comes to failure due to Pinky's idiocy and sometimes the impossibility, the impossibility of Brain's plan or his own arrogance and overconfidence or maybe even circumstances beyond their control. Now, we had an interesting conversation about this when you were talking about, you know, the theme song, one is a genius, the oh, other yeah, is yeah. insane. Your theory don't hold up because there is no way in hell that Pinky is the genius of the piece. So just uh, just for the uh, viewer clarity, uh, we had a conversation where I said, during the theme tune, you kind of left to assume that... Um, that Brain is the genius and Pinky's insane, right? But it says insane. It doesn't say stupid. Okay. And Pinky always kind of accidentally solves things or has like these... But these... that doesn't make you a genius if but, you accidentally solve no, stuff. But, no, but he has these ideas that work, right? He comes up with these things that sometimes really work. And, and Brain wants to take over the world, so that surely makes him insane. But he's coming up with these schemes and and he's called brain yeah brain but how are you going to be called brain and not be a genius but he didn't name himself presumably maybe his mum named him well there was interesting about that remember they're laboratory mice they were I don't think they have like mum and dad and what have you they were yeah in a lab Acme lab and they were picked, they were plucked up by scientists and they were doing experiments with them and so on and so forth. So yeah, uh Brain's name is 
is is actually a, a backronym for the epon eponymous project. So biological recombinant algorithmic intelligence nexus or brain, as it spells out. And so yeah, like he's he's got like a large head. He has an abnormally large brain. He's highly intelligent. And he always has complex plans for global domination. He's coldly unemotional. He's got like this really snarky voice. And he actually sees that what he's doing is actually for for the for the greater good. He thinks that world leaders suck and that he could do a better job. And he thinks that by taking over the world, he'll do a much better job than the world leaders really, really could do. And then you got the blithering idiot that is Pinky. And he's he's hyperactive. He's obviously got verbal tics. So he's like, Zort, Narf, and Poit or Troz, whatever that means. But yeah, so, and he's open-minded. He's a lot happier than Brain. He doesn't ever let the fact that he's never taken over the world. And yeah, there's a, he does show signs of intelligence. So there's an episode where they have to survive in the jungle and Pinky was able to survive using his instincts and he becomes a leader. But Brain, despite all the intelligence, he couldn't couldn't really survive. And yeah, there's an episode where Pinky becomes president because... He he says that there's a, a program that they used to be they used to watch on TV that used to feature presidential nominees. And Pinky's like, oh, this program ain't good anymore. And so based on that, he gets chosen to be president. And even when Brain is pressuring him to help, Pinky refused by saying it goes against everything he comes to stands for. I'm sorry, Brain, but I can't help you. <laughs> in that voice of his. Narf. Sorry, I had to just get that in. Yeah! Narf. <laughs> I love I love it. He's it's this this is just so fantastic. I I love Pinky and the Brain. And Narf was actually the the Rice University of Neologism. Includes not only naft as a random sound, but also naft as a verb to mean to be struck completely with some embarrassment or folly. So it's actually a real, real life word that has a meaning. And yeah, Pinky and the Brain won several Emmy and Annie Awards. And in 1996, the series won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program for the episode A Pinky and the Brain Christmas. So that gives you an idea of how, how good it was. And yeah, it was Steven Spielberg's 
creation had his uh, mitts all over it. Yeah, I had no idea that it was actually Spielberg. Because, um, yeah, it says Steven Spielberg yeah. presents the Pinky I'm, the Brain. Uh, you know, I mean, like, I'm a huge fan of Steven Spielberg. He's probably one of my favorite directors, if not my all time favorite director. Um, I couldn't believe when I saw that he just literally, like you said, created by Steven Spielberg or whatever it says at the beginning. I was like, wow, incredible. So, so such a huge name in uh, in Hollywood uh, was on this <laughs> little kid's cartoon. Yeah. Which is why I think it was so good because um, the humor in Pinky and the Brain was very much adult, aimed at adults and adult audiences. There was always pop culture references and there's like political and political satire. There was caricatures of actors and politicians, which was similar to Animaniacs, which is why maybe as a kid, because it, was, it wasn't just like lame children programming. It was yeah. like proper legit cartoons. And this was probably before I started watching Simpsons and things like that. So this was like one of the few cartoons that was actually going out there and 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 showing us a way that it's kids programming but we're going to make it really really funny by including some of these yeah. pop culture references and 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 satire and we're not going to necessarily patronize the kids with lame jokes and lame one liners and yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if when I was a kid I would have got any of the uh, pop culture references or anything like that because I was, I would have been well out of the loop. But I still found, um, I still found Pinky in the Brain like absolutely hilarious. And um, one of the things I didn't know before watching it um, for my homework and stuff like that is I didn't realize it ever made it to its own show. I always knew it was on Animaniacs yeah, in this little, yeah, in this little yeah. side bit. But I had no idea. I mean, I may, maybe maybe that's quite shameful, but I, I didn't um, didn't realise and I don't remember watching it anywhere else as a kid, like apart from on Animaniacs. Um, one of the things when I was watching it um, uh, for my homework is that my wife said, oh, Brain is very patient with Pinky. Because <laughs> he's kind of going, going, yeah. you know, he's doing all sorts. What are we going to do tonight, Pinky? And he just like he just tells him again, like, we're, we're Pinky, doing... are you pondering what I'm pondering? <laughs> I think so, Brain. I think so, but how can we do something completely random? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> but no, it's uh. It's great. It's great. I mean, the 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 funny thing about Pinky was uh, basically they when they're in the the Acme cages or when they were kind of brought in to be sort of tested on. Obviously, Brain had his name Brain, but he never like Pinky never had the name Pinky, and he's like mocking the scientists, going, "Oh, less knowledge in both their hands than I do in my." Pinky. So he's pointing at his little pinky finger and yeah. then Pinky walks in and he's like, yes. And he's like, is that your name? No, but I thought you called me. <laughs> and he's like, okay, then that's how he, that's how he came to be Pinky. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I, I, I saw that and then I thought that's just, 
That's just absolutely, absolutely hilarious. So in terms of episodes, what did you, uh, what did you like and what did you get around to watching? So, I know you were on the, on the omnibus hype again. Yeah, I mean, I was watching, um, there's one episode that I never finished that I'm going to have to go back and find. Um, so I've been away for, for a week and um, I was like kind of downloading episodes to watch. And then uh, I went to, I got to France and then it, the, my phone disabled and I couldn't watch all the ones I'd saved. But I need to find out which episode it was because I got three quarters of the way through and obviously their quest is world domination and they actually managed to conquer Earth. No. Oh. Like, like as in the Earth was like, was theirs. But the, 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 the thing, what they did was is they made a giant paper mache version of Earth. Right. And he said, uh, but in actual scale. So there was like another Earth joined to Earth. And it, what was really, really clever and I really enjoyed watching is they had like a ladder going from one Earth to the other Earth. So there was climbing up. And then, but then obviously when you're climbing up, at some point you're going to be climbing down. By, but still traveling in the same direction. Yeah. Right? So it was kind of like a weird camera flip and this and that and the other. And it was very clever how they did that. And I thought it was quite, um, quite well thought out. But what happened was all the people went to this paper mache earth because they said, oh, we're going to give them the most powerful tool that we have or whatever. And that was like free t-shirts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they advertised free t-shirts and then everyone just swarmed to this new earth. Um, and basically what happened was, and I didn't get right to the end and I'm really going to go back and watch it, but what happened was everyone went to Earth, the, the paper mache earth and they preferred it. So they just stayed there. So when, when brain and uh, pinky and the brain went down onto earth, they literally went all, all the, um, uh, major world leaders places and they just had nothing to do because the people weren't there, but I don't know how it resolved. I don't know how it ended because, um, Pinky probably did something silly, so he probably burned down the paper mache earth or something. I'll have to find out. I've got to find out because that was. <laughs> um, I was also watching one earlier about. Um, oh God, what was it? Oh, when uh, they made the saddest uh, to 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 conquer the world, they wanted to turn the minds of the people to mush, so they made this world's saddest movie. <laughs> uh, and uh, at the beginning of it, they showed like the, the in in order of like how sad they were. They they showed like uh, they, they, she was testing on Pinky like to to try and test his brain um, capacity on on how sad things were, and they were and they were cr kind of cranking up the sadness on movie bits of movies and stuff. And the saddest bit, do you know what it was? It was the the Lion King when Mufasa died. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from they were for copyright reasons, I guess they were tigers. It was little tigers as well. And he's like, we go, we go. This was yeah, because I'm watching that and I'm walking into the room and he's like, yeah. Come in the house. Wake up. We gotta go. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I'm gone. Uh, on a little side note, um, I'm and... actually gone. I'm actually <laughs> gone. <laughs> 
I can't. Why she? Why she compose yourself and tell your story? Um. Oh so, my god. So my brother used to watch The Lion King every single day without fail for uh, it was years, uh, uh, and every time it got to that bit where Mufasa was in the gorge and Simba was like, "Come on, Dad." He used to walk out of the room. (gasps) To this day, he can't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just, yeah, because I just walked in and I'm like, what what are you watching? And it's not not lions, it's tigers. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I'm gone. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I'm just. Oh my god! I think I'm gonna have to go find that clip again. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find that clip, <laughs> and, and they're both crying. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Brain was telling them that it, they were like he was devoid of all emotion, and even he was crying. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Pinky, my face is melting." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny. I don't know why it's so funny. <laughs> But no, it's just it's it's the genius of 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 anime. It's just like taking the absolute absolute mick of like this this thing that happened or like the Lion King or whatever, and they're just parodying it. And yeah, <laughs> it's just it's oh my god, it's 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 great. It's it's mad because like there's this program, and then we're juxtaposing it with Bike and Mice from Mars, and yeah. But no, this was, yeah, this was, this was, this was fantastic. And so, okay, some of the episodes that I, uh, that I watched, so Around the World in 80 Nafs. So this is a parody of Around the World in 80 Days. And so Brain believes that if you become president of the Pompous Explorers Club, so this was set in late 1800s United Kingdom, and every president of the Pompous Explorers Club becomes prime minister. And because the British Empire was still a thing, you'll essentially be ruling the world. And so Brain goes to the Pompous Explorers Club. Oh, if you if your man was gonna travel the world in 80 days, I'll do it in 79 days. And they all agreed, they said, Okay, if you travel the world in 79 days, you'll get to become president of the pompous explorers club and so they're traveling the world they're going to all these places so like india egypt china basically any country that has a a cliche with it so in india they disguise themselves as cows so that they can just travel comfortably in China, they go past the Great Wall of China. In Egypt, they go past the Camel and the Pyramids. And they're in New York. And they're almost there. All, all, all they need to do is just take a, a cab to the pier. And the pier will take them on a boat back to London. But they don't, they don't speak New York cabbie. I didn't know <laughs> if that was their language or not. And like Pinky's like going through his guidebook and he's looking at all these different languages and Brain's like, Pinky, does it not have New York cabbie in your thing? And he's like, I don't know, Brain. I'm really, really sorry. 
and he's like talking all these different languages and he's and none of them was New York cabbie so he gets he's stuck in New York so he he loses the the challenge the other one I watched was as I was saying the pink candidate so this was when Pinky writes a, a misunderstood letter complaining about the show The Family Circus. He becomes president of the United States. <laughs> and Brain is trying to use Pinky's position to try and take over the world. But Pinky's like, I can't let you do it because it goes against everything I've come to stand for. Brain's Night Off was one of my favorites. So for one night, Brain is like, you know what? I don't want to take over the world. It's, I'm just going to enjoy a night out with Pinky. We're going to do normal stuff. And just for one night, we're not going to take over the world. And so Brain starts to complain about the service he gets in a restaurant. And then everybody agrees with him. They're like, where is this guy? He's right. Maybe he should be a leader of our trade union. And they're like, maybe he should be the president. Maybe he should <laughs> run our world and control everything because he's absolutely right. And he, cause it's, it's weird because he's not looking for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there on his lap. And he's basically off with uh, Pinky because he doesn't realize that people want him to be their ruler. And Pinky's like, oh, can we go and build mountains with mashed potatoes? And then they're basically in some place and they're just playing about with mashed potato. And then Brain is just like, we'll do this and then we've got to plan for tomorrow night. <laughs> and he's like, why? What are we going to do? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. I think this has to be one of my favorites along with that little clip of the, the Lion King. So this was whatever happened to Baby Brain. So there's this little child actor. This is based in sort of the depression time in America. So this was when Hollywood was kind of entering its golden era. And so the famous child actress, she's too old. And so movie directors are looking for a new child actress. So like a new cute girl to play the role. And Brain is like, if I play that role, People will like me and then I can hypnotize them and take over the world. So he ends up dressing as a little girl. So he gets like the little blonde sort of locks, whatever. He gets like really cute dimples and a, and a, and a smiley face. And he pretends that Pinky is his mum. And so he's like, I'm a little girl. And the directors are like, are you sure? And he's like... Yeah. And he's like, Are you sure? no, yes. I'm a, I'm a laboratory mouse with the aim and intention of taking over the world. And he's like, oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. And so he's this little actress. He's playing all these movies. And he's like, I want $2 million. Because I think that's how much it costs to come up with his plan to take over the world. And like Pinky's playing the role of his mom. So he's going full out wearing like a, an apron. <laughs> and he's like, where have you been? And he's like, I've been out acting. And he's like, you know, you're not my real mum. And then basically there's like a, a jealous actress who's like jealous of how successful Brain is. And she sells pictures of like Brain going, read my lips, Pinky. You are not my mum. We are only doing this to take over the world and we are mice or whatever. And then they sell the pictures to the press and then... 
that way he loses his job as uh as his child actress and the uh the last episode that I did watch was Project Brain. So then, yeah, as I was saying, this was like the story of how they first came about to meet each other and how Brain got the idea of world domination because he was sort of fed up with how the scientists were like undermining his intelligence and basically treating him like rubbish. And every time you kept meeting them, they were like, this guy's useless. And the only thing brain, I mean, the only thing Pinky would say was, narf, 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 narf. <laughs> They're like, that's the only thing this mice said. So he's like, we're going to cancel this project. And then that was when they was just like, you know what? This is going to be the plan to take over the world. And that's how it came about. And uh, yeah, that's uh, Pinky and the brain. And it's absolutely fantastic. I completely agree. Um, I don't think there's many people that have seen Pinky, Pinky in the Brain and don't like it. I've not come across a single person. <coughs> um, maybe if there's anyone out there that doesn't like it, they can message in. Let us know why. Yeah. And we can get them certified. Yeah, you weirdo. How can you, how can you <clears throat> sit down and, and watch this, this, this masterpiece? And this is Spielberg. So this was like... Oh, he didn't know. Sorry, I was going to say Titanic. That was James Cameron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But he did do Saving Private Ryan, Spielberg. He did. He did Which a is lot. my all-time all favorite movie. E.T. Jurassic Park. That's not, Schindler's that's, List? Um, that I'll have to check. I think he did do Schindler's List and he said that that messed him up. I watched Schindler's List the other day, you know. I didn't realize it had Liam Neeson in it. Never knew. I think we watched it at school once. Yeah. Schindler's List, but that's Yeah, it was it. Spielberg, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, because he said that that <clears throat> had... One thing I know about Steven Spielberg, he always works with John Williams, the music composer. I'm I not think sure he if... had a run of really good films, though. There's a point at Steven Spielberg, he was making hit after hit after hit. I don't know what period it was exactly. It might have just been before Schindler's List. Yeah. I mean... But like the... the, the Jaws, the... obviously. Jeez, he did Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a banger. E.T. Yeah, E.T., Jurassic Park, Saving Private Ryan, War of the Worlds, AI, which was rubbish, I have to say. Um, yeah. Uh, Munich, West Side Story, Raid of the Lost Ark, War Horse. Actually, I didn't like War Horse. Uh, Catch Me If You Can, that's a great movie. Yeah. Um, He works with Tom Hanks all the time. Oh, I didn't know he did The Terminal. Obviously, I knew it was... Tom Hanks. That's great. Mm, great mm, movie. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading off things. So if this is incorrect information, it's not my fault. It's... Well, it's the internet. The internet never lies. Exactly. There's no false information on the internet. Oh, sir. Um, anyway, yeah. Great director. Great show. Um, really enjoyed it. And It's funny because it's like my favourite versus my worst today so coming to the head to head this is probably the easiest head to head ever in a shock decision oh <laughs> no I've got to go pinky in the brain for me I was going to say are you, were you about to M. Night Shyamalan me what's that he's remember he's the director he's a he's a movie director and he does like in, 
crazy plot twists in his movies. Does he? Yeah, so um, Six Sense. Oh, we had this discussion last I week, man. Right? Yeah, yeah. You never saw that coming. That that uh, Bruce Willis was dead. No, no. Um, As a kid, that spooked me out. I'm like, oh, he's dead. But the thing is, what, what the thing that was great about you're that about movie. to M Night Shyamalan me and come up with some big old plot twist. Nah, it's got to be pink in the brain. But what's just going over to the Sixth Sense? What's good about that movie is I think everyone that didn't have the plot twist spoiled for them had to rewatch the movie. Yeah, you have to anyway. You can't not watch that bit. And yeah, but if someone spoil it for you, oh, by the way, he's dead. I don't know. I, I wouldn't really care I'm, because Sixth Sense is Sixth Sense. It's not. It's not a film that I'm gonna be tuning into Christmas, going, "Oh, when's the Sixth Sense coming on?" You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. I guess I've but, seen that film in like 15 years, and it'll be another 15 before I see it again. <laughs> fair enough. Oh, have I have I have I chosen? No, you didn't. You who I, uh, who I think should uh, come out on top this week. You haven't. I, mean, I, th- I think I should. For, for, for we've, the got import- be, we've got to do it officially. For the, uh, yeah, for the integrity of the podcast. I, I, I have to choose. And uh, in a shock decision, I'm going for... Please. <laughs> I would... I. Even if even if it was the last show on earth, I wouldn't pick Biker Mice for Mars. Again, yeah, Pinky in the Brain. All day long, seven days a week, twice on Sundays. Yeah, it was just it's just infinitely better than Biker Mice for Mars. I just yeah, it was it wasn't a good cartoon. I don't know why they bought it back for another run. It only went for like one season. I can't imagine the demand. Like what 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 did they see? Like, did uh, maybe maybe Black Mars Mars is like a cult cartoon? Maybe it's one maybe. of those like cult things where well, the thing is very rock and roll, wasn't it? So maybe like you know the kind of rock and roll, but maybe young versions of the rockers. maybe I don't know. Maybe, but if 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 y'all were one of the people who uh, who wrote to the 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 powers that be of of Black Mars from Mars and uh, asked to bring it back. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame. And now we come on to the main event and uh, we go back again to September 1981 because that was when the Smurfs was on TV and that was episode three or episode four. One of those episodes. As well as some of the things that happened that I had mentioned already, um, you had Bill Shankly, who was considered to be Liverpool's greatest manager, passed away. Nawal El Sadawi, who was uh, an activist in Egypt, she was arrested as part of the roundup of Sadat's opponents and was locked up in the Baraj prison. And then she later recounted the story in her book, Mosketiri Fisigna Nisa, which means memoirs from the women's prison. If my Arabic was really bad, then uh, that's I heard, because... Uh, I understood Nisa, so... There you go, yeah. It's meant to be Sijin. Sijin is like prison, but like, because in Arabic in Egypt, they don't say Jim, they say Gim. Uh, I thought the the the, the Jim had... Dots on the top. The g sound had dots on the top or something. No, like it's that. at the bottom, but it's like three. Yeah, yeah. So like, if it's like the letter 
yeah, whatever. But yeah, that's a yeah, mus mus Kerati fi signal nisa, which means memoirs from the women's prison. And the Liberal Party voted for an electoral pact with the new Social Democratic Party, forming the Liberal Democrat Party. Fat load of good they are. Only when I laugh was in the cinemas and Tainted Love by Soft Cell was number one. I do know some. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. And now we come on to Danger Mouse, uh, who's a secret agent. It's a parody of James Bond. And he's voiced by David Jason. He speaks 34 languages fluently, including some extraterrestrial ones. He's got a wide variety of skills, including the ability to shatter metal with his voice, perform military-style push-ups on his index finger, and reach a seventh level of meditation. And he's also known as the White Wonder and the Wretched Rodent. And he's a practitioner of the ancient martial art of Kung Mogi. And he's assistant Penfold is a, a mole and he's like the reluctant assistant who doesn't really want to do anything and he's all like <laughs> then you got Colonel K who is Danger Mouse's boss and he's often mistaken to be a walrus but he's not a walrus he's a chinchilla ah I, never, I didn't know that yeah so uh, in this case he's not the walrus Gugub Gajub the Beatles Dustin. I'm the Eggman. They are the Eggman. I'm the Walrus. Goo goo gajoob. Don't start with me with the Beatles, man. No, you're, you're, I'm not you're, a huge fan of the Beatles. You're going to love the final episode before we break up for Christmas. Oh, is it the Beatles? You're going to love it. Greatest cartoon that ever existed. Anyway, yeah, he works for the special branch and he's a judo expert and a champion piano thrower. And piano thrower? Yes. <laughs> He's a he's a expert piano thrower, and then you've got Baron Silas Greenback, who's the recurring villain. He's a toad with a wheeze, wheezy voice, but he is sometimes referred as a frog. And Danger Mouse was responsible for Count Ducula, who went on to have. It's own show between 1988 and 1993, and it's probably a show that we will get round to doing. Now, Danger Mouse, it was okay. That's all I'm gonna say. It was, it was I. It wasn't anything special. It didn't, didn't pull up trees for me. But I can see how important it was, how significant it was around the world. It was very, very popular. So as I was, yeah, so you, yeah, it was just, it was really popular around the world. It was really iconic because it was very quintessentially British. You had that sort of dry sense of humor, that cute idea of what English people or British people are like that. Americans will lap up for days and days and days. 
as well as other places around the world. Danger Mouse in different languages. So in Gaelic, it was known as Donny Murdo. <laughs> in French, was Der Der Motus. In Polish, it was Zilna Mis. In Portuguese, it's Agente Zero Zero Rato. Serbian was Opasni Mis. Slovenian, Harabi Misek. In Swedish, was Dondamusen. And in Finnish, Vwai Mahiri. Now, if I have butchered your chosen language on this list, then uh, please accept my hearty apologies. I do know that we have listeners from these countries. So if I have uh, besmirched your, your beautiful language, then uh, please forgive me. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about Danger Mouse. What? I know, I know you loved this as a kid. Yeah, I had the t-shirt and everything. Um, if I remember rightly, it went off air for quite a while. Um, it didn't... Well, it was on air for ages, so like from 1981 all the way to 1992. Yeah, but then it, there was a... Bre- and then they kind of brought the reruns back. And they brought it... I don't know if they brought the reruns back, but I know they uh, did a new version in 2015. But if you're yeah, yeah, no, forget if, no, 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 forget the, the reruns. I don't even want to talk about that. Not the reruns, the uh, the the reboot. Don't even want to talk about that. Um, the the new, so the old one. Um, I think there was a period of time where it wasn't on TV, mm-hmm. and it came back. And my dad was like, "Oh, you're gonna love this. You watch this; it's fantastic." And I remember absolutely loving it. I had the T-shirt, uh, knew all the characters. Was like was really a massive fan of Penfold. And one thing I will say is that I am a huge fan of the running jokes that moles always wear glasses in cartoons. <laughs> I, I abso- but they can't see though, can they? No, exactly. They're blind in real life, right? But <laughs> I just find it hilarious <laughs> that they always wear glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, Penfold was one of the funniest characters. One of the funniest sidekicks, I think, uh, on 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 any cartoon. Mm. Um Danger Mouse was what I found was great. He was he was kind of he he wasn't like the perfect um, secret agent, the perfect kind of hero. Mm-hmm. He'd always make mistakes, yeah, um, and then get saved by something or someone, or um, which I found quite charming, quite funny. Um, Greenback was like was just just a funny character, man. Just like hey, Danger Mouse, yeah. You must do everything in your power to stop this this wheezing rodent, this wretched rodent. I found it quite weird that they made Greenback um, German. German in, in the, the new reboot. Version, yeah, I was like, why? It's just most... to, to to emphasize the baddies, I guess. Yeah, I know, but the Germans were probably more back in 1980. The Germans were probably still considered more of a baddie than. Uh, wheezy English guy right perhaps and that was only what 40 years after the war yeah we're over it now obviously not <laughs> with the new version <laughs> it's still two world wars one world cup um don't get me started on that jingoistic BS uh, <sighs> 
but anyway, gen- genuinely really enjoyed like Danger Mouse. I, I, I liked it watching again, but it made me a bit sad because I didn't watch it. Uh, sorry, I didn't like it as much as I did when I was a kid. Like I remember like really enjoying it and sitting down and thinking like this. So it didn't hold up then? It didn't. And and that was like, it was a bit sad for me to uh, to admit that, to be honest. Hmm. Well, as a kid, okay, I was very aware of Danger Mouse as a kid. I think it used to come on ITV. And then BBC. I can't. I just remember watching it. Um, I don't remember what channel it was on. Yeah, I because I'm watching it back now, and then you can see like the old ident of CITV. Ah, uh, okay. So you have like Central Television or Granada or it all might have, of the old. It might have even come idents. on Boomerang. You know, like do you know when Boomerang was actually old TV shows and not just new TV shows now and Scooby Doo. Possibly, yeah, possibly, yeah, for American audiences because yeah, like I remember like. Danger Mouse. My American friends, when we talking about, when I used to talk about kids shows with some of my American friends, they will talk about, they'll talk about the old stuff. They'll talk about Danger Mouse, yeah. Nana Man. They'll talk about those kind of programs. So Danger Mouse was, was, was huge. And because I think James Bond, it had the whole James Bond vibe to it. Yeah. yeah. And so. And kind of like Sherlock Holmes at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So all those things that exports that Americans love about, the Brits, yeah, it's they appealed to that, and they they did it really, really well in the sense that they had this product and they sold it all around the world. And I think that maybe it got more traction around the world than maybe here. I don't know, but you said that you absolutely loved it, so yeah, perhaps it might be a it might be a fifty fifty thing then, but um. No, I I I thought it was okay. I I wasn't I wasn't crazy about it back then. I wasn't particularly crazy about it. Now there were a couple of cute things that I did like, and I thought, huh, this is this is very cute. It's very good. When when you think about Penfold and yeah. glasses and the, the idea that moles are blind as fudge and they can't see, <laughs> I was about to swear, but. Uh, but no, it's a that I, now that I think of it, yeah, it is. But 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 they they need glasses because really and truly moles can't see ish. Yeah, I mean they don't need to see because they live on the on the ground. But it's got. What do they come up then? Do you know that when they come up, they, they don't. They, 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 do you know when they make molehills and they just like poke their heads up? I think that's just them maybe getting fresh air. But um, yeah, let's uh, talk about our favorite episodes or episodes that we uh, did watch. I actually did watch a fair few episodes of uh, Danger Mouse from from both, really. So uh, let's let's start with the uh, the nineteen eighty one version oh. first. God, yeah. Um, see, I didn't watch as many as I like, but. I compensated that by watching this and I watched loads when I was a kid. So, but this time around, I kind of just tried to balance it out a bit between the new one and the old one. Um, the old one, I watched one where they, the Greenback's plan to, to take over the world was fill it up with custard. So the whole world was like, was just full of custard and they had to find a new, um, uh, they had to find a uh, this mite thing that ate custard and would like kind of clear the world up on its own. 
Um, I thought a really funny part where they had to ask directions from a from an alien, and mm. uh, he was getting, he was annoyed because he was trying to polish his spacecraft and stuff. Anyway, they managed to find it, and it all kind of worked out. But I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> he was exercising his ability to talk uh, different languages as well, which you spoke yeah. of earlier. Oh yeah, worth mentioning that David Jason was the voice of Danger Mouse in yeah, the first. Uh, I, I, I was meant to say something because I had yeah. no idea it was David Jason. Like, obviously, we're yeah huge only fools, only fools and horses yeah. fans. So like Penfold, you <laughs> plonker. I'm gonna have to go back and like listen to it now because the new no, one. Na, 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 like, because when I did the research and I saw David Jason, and then I watch it back and I can I can hear him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I so can hear it. And I, whatnot. I knew straight away with the new one that the voiceover was a guy from Come Dine with Me. And that uh, Alexander Armstrong was the Danger Mouse. So I got those like immediately, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a clue about David Jason for the old one. Mm. And he's also the narrator as well. I oh, see so the narrator as well. David Jason, yeah. So they, uh, had, they had him doing double duty. So he was the narrator as well as get the their money's uh, worth, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, and 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 yeah, I I I liked him doing the voice. And well, another good thing I will say is that it was only ten minutes long. Uh, I watched some twenty minute episodes. I think the custom one was twenty minutes. It might have been a special. Oh. <laughs> but most episodes yeah were about ten minutes long. It was very easy to watch, very Yeah. Very short to the point. I think are we showing our age a little bit? Because every program that I think is ten minutes long, I'm always gonna like it. I'm always gonna gravitate towards that. No, I think it just shows that like we don't have enough time. Or that our concentration span is minute <laughs> yeah probably the latter to be fair <laughs> but no uh, yeah that, that that's that's one thing i did appreciate because it was only about 10 minutes long so i was like i could watch a few of these yeah i don't have to sit through half an hour or 40 minutes of what of bike mice on mars and yeah and all of that i mean that they were about 20 minutes long but like the specials would be like an hour long so it'd be like tantamount to being a movie almost I mean, I don't understand how a kid would have watched an hour's worth of Biker Mice from Mars. Well, I don't think it would have been an, an hour. It would just would have been broken up into 20 minutes. What, three 20 minutes? Per, yeah, because yeah. on YouTube, you'd be like an hour worth uh, of yeah, yeah. whatever and, and so on. And, to uh, be continued. No, it won't. Because <laughs> I won't be watching. So yeah, some of the episodes that I watched. So I watched the pilot, Rogue Robots. So Danger Mouse discovers that Ban Greenback is behind a wave of attack robots that have been going after agents that work with DM. Oh, is that the one where they have these little magnet things? And, I think so, And yeah. they, they end up with it in the Queen's... He wants to move into the Queen's Palace. I think... Hmm. Is there, is, do they make a hologram of the what's his name? That's that's the new version. I think that's oh, the pilot of the new version. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the pilot of the new version. So that was a good one. The Hickory Dickory Dock dilemma. So I think this was based on uh, or a play on the nursery rhyme. The mouse went up the clock. The clock, the clock struck, struck one. one. The mouse went down. Hickory Dickory Dock. Oh, that's my song. <laughs> that used to be my song. <laughs> I love that song. That's that's a great one. Hickory dickory duck. The mouse went up the clock. 
The clock cracked one, the mouse went down, he curry dickery up. I like the um, three blind mice better than that. Oh, that's a banger. Three blind mice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Baba Black Sheep slaps, but obviously you can't sing that anymore. I heard you can't sing that, but I don't know why. Baba Black Sheep. Yeah, but Black Sheep exist. They're a thing. Do Black Sheep exist? Yeah. No, but I don't know. Maybe it had some connotation to it. But what about the black sheep now? He's like, no one likes me anymore. Pharaoh Jacko, the French one. I like that. I don't... Yeah, I do know it, yeah. Pharaoh Jacko, Pharaoh Jacko. I'm not saying it right. So, yeah, French listeners, I apologize. But, yeah. Dormez-vous, dormez-vous. Something, some Matina. Some la Matina. la Matina. Ding, dang, dong. Ding, dang, dong. And there's another French one. Um, I think yeah there was uh, Alouette something like that and it starts off Alouette Alouette yeah that one that, 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 that's a good one I think my sister knew that but I didn't know it but uh, yeah the uh, the hickory dickory doc dilemma so basically this episode was uh, a play on with Doctor Who so they have a little thing so Danger Mouse is going so this is basically like a time travelling clock and Penfold is like, what you mean like that doctor? And then Danger Mouse is like, who? And it's like, oh, <laughs> never mind, never mind. So yeah, that's that little little key thing with that with that episode. And the uh, the final ever episode of the first run, which was brilliantly named the Intergalactic 147. So basically a giant spaceship is spotted headed towards Earth. It's part of the, uh, and it wants to pop the earth into the black hole. So it's like all these different, it's like basically a snooker game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's reached a point where obviously the maximum break of snooker is 147. Yep. It's left to the blue, pink, black, and the brown ball is left. And I think earth was supposed to be the blue ball. And so it knocks over the brown and then it's about to knock over the blue ball, the earth, but they all managed to do a gravitational push and it managed to move earth out of the way. So whatever's trying to knock earth into the black hole falls into the black hole itself. Yeah. And then danger mouse came back in 2015. And this is the, uh, the first episode was Danger Mouse begins again and they get fired because they destroy London and everyone's thinking that Baron Von Greenback is reformed and he's a nice guy now but really he's not and he's still up to his old tricks and Danger Mouse is trying to tell people all about Greenback, but nobody believes him, and everyone's like, "Oh, whatever, you're you're talking rubbish." Greenback is a a reformed guy now, and yeah, so Greenback creates an army of robots, and those robots end up being bad, and basically Danger Mouse has to has to save the day. And then obviously, as we were talking about with the voices, so Alexander Armstrong was Danger Mouse. 
And Penfold was Kevin Eldon in the new version, and Terry Scott did the old version. Colonel K was voiced by Edward Kelsey in the first series, and then Stephen Fry in the uh, newer version. Mm. And Edward Kelsey, he also did Baron Von Greenback back then. But then Ed Gorn did the voice for Greenback this time around. And then obviously we uh, saw uh, a new character, Professor Squawk and Cluck. <laughs> and she was voiced by uh, Shauna McDonald. And I think she was... Um, who's 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 the, the one in James Bond? Pennyworth is her name, is it? The one that he's always flirting with her. Um, I don't know. I'm not a fan of James Bond. So no, me I, neither. I don't know. I only ever watched one James Bond. And that was... Was it Skyfall, maybe? I don't know. I, I, I liked it, though. I've only ever watched And my two... friend, who was a big James Bond fan, was like, yeah, you would like it. Because like, everybody who was like a non-James Bond fan started watching Skyfall. Yeah, I, I never... I only watched... Um, I watched... I think I watched Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies. Goldfinger. That just reminds me of Alan Partridge. I can't. What? When he said Goldfinger, he's <laughs> walking up the motorway with his bag. No, I'm gonna. I know. I, I need to find this out. Miss Pennyworth, I think, is it? I'm sure. Uh, as soon as you say it, I'll remember. But I, I can't think. Yeah, but I'm. I'm sure. Like, yeah, he's always. No, I know who you mean. It's the um... Goldfinger. He's a man who turns on a man, but he can because he's Goldfinger. Money Penny. I don't think it's Money Penny. Again, my appalling knowledge of James Bond. I think it is Miss Money Penny. I think it is. But no, yeah, I think, yeah, Squawk and Cluck is the uh, sort of the parody of uh, Money Penny. Money Penny, yeah. And then, yeah, the final episode of the 2015 version, the world is full of stuff. And so basically stuff or iconic landmarks around the world have gone missing. And Squawk and Cluck has a Futroid camera and it spits out snaps of future events and Danger Mouse sees one of the pictures and it's a picture of him and Squawk and Cluck kissing and they have to try and figure out who's basically stealing all these the world's missing items and they find out that it's Flog so he's basically an alien who's nicking all these items and the fact that they're chained upside down and Squawk and Cluck has the key in her mouth and Danger Mouse just like nabs the key from her mouth because he's tied up and she thinks that he kisses her. And then, yeah, so he saves the world and then that picture takes another picture and it shows them getting married. And that's how that episode ended. And that was Danger Mouse. I yeah. mean, maybe I'm being harsh with Danger Mouse, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was okay, and that's all. I can't I can't go higher than okay. I mean, I really enjoyed the old one still, um, not as much as I thought I would, but 
Um, and maybe this is just because I liked the old one so much when I was a kid. Maybe I'm holding on to that on onto that too much when I say that the new one mm-hmm. was rubbish. It, like I did not enjoy watching the new one. Um, but I'm not sure if that's because I'm being so hypercritical of it, or if it's just because it's not that good. Well, I think as as we've discovered with this with with this pod is that we're doing old shows, but not all of them are going to hold up. Yeah. We may have loved some of these cartoons and shows growing up, but the reality is that 20 years on, 10 years on, or however long it may be, it just might not hold up. Yeah. That's the reality of it. But yeah, I think I can see watching it, why it would have got so much attention, so much hype, and all of that, I can, I can, I can see it, but yeah, I can't, I can't say it was more than okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's that's as far as I can go to, and it's not a bad thing. It's, I'm not, I'm not saying it's awful, like Biker Mice from Mars, but uh, it wasn't as good as Pinky in the Brain. Maybe Pinky in the Brain should have been special. Uh, no, I think that danger. I think it is the right. But no, danger mouse has to be. Special danger mouse was so iconic. Yeah, big it time. It was huge. Big time. Um, I had to. And if I, I was to, to think back when I was a kid, I probably would say that in my childhood, I thought danger mouse was a bigger deal than Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the Brain was was hilarious and taking anything away from it, but I think danger mouse was definitely a bigger show. Agreed. Agreed. Definitely. And yeah. So yeah. So that's uh, so that's that. And uh, I think that's a good place to bring this pod to an end. And before I forget, Total Boxing Content, where can they find that? Uh, uh, Total Boxing Content at all of your usual podcast places. Um, uh, At TBC Boxing on Twitter, I think is the handle. Um, Yeah, give a shout out. Have a listen to what you think. Cool. And uh, yeah, Yesterday's Capers is available on all of the podcast platforms like share subscribe do all of that again thank you so much for any any people listening all the messages as i said on the last episode and other episodes before like if you want to get involved and you want to be part of the the capers family then you need only ask and i will be at the other end of a DM or an email or all of that good stuff. So uh, do do get in touch and uh, and again, yeah, let me know what you think. Obviously, I do get some suggestions of shows. I'm always open to listening, and because I'm so organised and well prepared, some of the shows I do have already done, but down the line. If there is anything that I can do and head to heads, then yeah, do do suggest them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not look at them and not take them on board because eventually down the line I might run out of run out of programs. So uh yeah, let let me know and uh, do keep on messaging me. You can find yesterday's capers on Instagram at yesterday's capers one. You can follow us on Twitter at yesterday capers. And you can follow me on Insta at Abdullah underscore Molim. 
Twitter, it's Abdullah Molim, all one word. Like I said, give me a follow, give me a holler. My DMs are open. And yeah, just just holler, man. Just just get in touch. And uh, yeah, and join us next week for another episode of Yesterday's Capers. <laughs>